Whisper Podcast. Oh, sorry. Whisper Podcast may contain content that may be sensitive for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. That's better. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Whisper Podcast. I am your host, Zach Tyler. And I am your host, Dylan Gomez. How are you doing today, Zach? So I need to be honest with you. There's something that I haven't shared with you, and it's been really difficult for me to just, like, not bring it up to you, but, like, also just, like, not bring it up to, like, the general public just because I feel like this is, you know... Something that's just, like, it's definitely going to take you for a toll. And I just want you to know that I love you, and I care about you, and, you know, I'm really sorry that I'm doing this on the podcast to you. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. You really laid it on just now. We hit a thousand downloads yesterday! <laughs> Oh my god. Yay! You had me you had you had me like my stomach. I I just was like I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that. That sounded really deep. I was like I I trapped you in a corner. I didn't think it would be good news. I was like, Dylan, mm, (laughs) we're doing What did I do? I was like, what did I do now? I was like, what crime did I commit? (laughs) But yes, you heard that right. I was so nervous there. Okay, I'm, I'm, wow, let me process that. 1,000 downloads, that's wonderful. 1,000 downloads. I'm very happy. That means that. Thank you so much, guys. 1,000 people have downloaded our episodes, and I'm so happy because I, I didn't know when this was going to happen. It's very surprising that this just happened because, like, you know, we saw the traction, but now that it's, like, actually here i'm like oh my gosh like because i'll tell you like we were only at like 945 downloads like before our last episode released so yay i'm so happy for us i'm really happy too that that so many people listen to our uh, new episode because it had been like almost a year since we had posted so thank you guys for still being interested and listening yeah and Mm. i'd love to see like all the countries where you guys are located like all the beautiful all of our countries. listeners. We're such a diverse group here at Whisper. We are. We are. Mm-hmm. And alongside that, since, you know, obviously there's people listening, if you're not already following us on Instagram, I definitely recommend that you do. Our Instagram is at Whisper Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Whisper underscore podcast. So uh, that's a really great place to follow us if you like some, like, daily like therapy things some cute little like queer news sometimes there's a meme or two and you can also just stay updated with us it's a very fun cute place yes let's interact let's be social Mm. so that's how my day is going i'm sorry that i like laid it on thick but that's how my day is going so far so aside from me uh giving you anxiety how how are you feeling today i am doing positively wonderful let me tell you uh, because I had my day off, today's my day off from work, and I did not take a day off last week, so I'm very happy to be here with you recording. Oh, 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 I made a very fun purchase. Let me tell you. Do tell. So Please tell me. I, I bought these planters at the dollar store. These, like, little... They're like little pots, but they're stackable. <gasps> mm. And as soon as I put my little succulents mm. in it, it will be going up on the Whisper Instagram, baby. <gasps> this is such... And they were $1.25 each wow. because the Dollar Tree is no longer a dollar. Wow. It's $1.25. It's all a facade. But it's so fun and it's so efficient for space. I have so many little succulents, and then they were just kind of on, on the table, yes. uh, on my table outside. And I, I have my coffee on that table. Yes. But there's, like, no space to put, like, a snack 
Because I keep buying plants. I'm an impulsive plant buyer. No space um, from you? Yeah. So now I have a stackable planter, so it's very it's horizontal. Um, and it's it's fabulous. I can't wait to yes. show you guys once I put all my little succulent babies on there. I love that for you. Do you still keep your plants alive? Because I remember that in the past, past Dylan. <laughs> no, I am very much I I want to be very transparent with our listeners and I do not want to take this out. Mm. I did have mm-hmm. a problem keeping my plant babies alive for a while. Um I started following some very um informative plant parents on the socials and DMing some some queer people yes. in the community as well who are very good at keeping their plants healthy. Yes. Look and I plants, know mm. I am a person who understands that I cannot be perfect. I'm not a perfect person. There are things I need to learn more about. And that was one of them. So shout out to everybody who's helped me with plant education. Yes. Because now my plants are very much doing healthy. Yes. And better. Well, better. That's so good. You know, sometimes as like plant parents we do need guidance we need some hand holding there is not a book on how to be a good plant parent okay that is something that you learn and you live and there you is experience. many listen listen Stop. i'm trying to relate this to parenthood there are many books <laughs> okay and there's books on parenting but name some great parents out here okay i'm just kidding my, my parents are fine your parents are great <laughs> anyways aside from the story I'm so happy for you and uh, your plant organizer. And that's so cute because I remember like you would show me your little table. and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of plants. So I'm happy that there's a place for them now. They have a home. Yes. Yes. There a is home in your now, home. Wait, are they going inside or outside? There is space. They're outside. Um, I have indoor plants mm. as well, but they're all kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like it like that. I like I think they're going to be a little, little green bits everywhere in the house, right? But in the front, the the front yard, um, plant babies were getting out of control. Like, yeah. and I understand that's me. Um, they bring me joy, so I am an impulsive buyer of plants. Yeah, I mean, you're basically Angelina and Brad Pitt, but without like, you know, the other person, and you're doing it by yourself, and you just can't stop adopting plant children. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so wrong. I'm sure Angelina and Brad are great parents. I, I hold on. I never said that they were not great parents. I'm sure they water their children. <laughs> they also have gardeners. <laughs> no, I I say that because of my lacking. Oh, okay. It's a you thing, not a me thing. When it comes, yes, it was it was a me thing. I'm sorry. I made it about me. I am improving. I I am a better plant parent than I was yesterday. And I have seedlings. Yes. I have seedlings now. You have seeds? I I do. I have seedlings. You're going to have a whole ass garden. Yeah. No, I've been. Okay. There's a a thing that you do, right? You put it on a paper towel and then you put the seeds there and you moist the paper towel in, in in like a Ziploc baggie and then you leave it in like a sunny spot and that's how you hatch your, your seedlings. Oh and I've been God. doing that. Wow. And it's totally... I'm over here with green fingers now. Green yes. thumbs. Yes. Oh, so. Look at you. Wow, I have never seen thumbs so green. I am so proud of you. And I'm so happy Thank for you. you. I appreciate that. We are stepping up in the world. How things have changed in a, in a year, right? For me, I have a mummified cactus on my bookshelf that died maybe like... A year and a half ago, you know, so we won't talk about me and my non-green thumbs. Why are we being so silly right now? I don't understand. We're being so silly. It's the ice. See, I told you it's the ice cream. Oh, oh, ice cream. Ice cream, guys. I am. I am not an ice cream person. And we've had this debate before. I think ice cream is personally gross. And I know that's controversial. I understand that. And that was probably the thing that you told me not to say. And I still said it. I know I will offend people with that. I just do not like ice cream. I think it's really nasty. 
We but, will now be at negative a thousand listeners. Thank you, Dylan. But today I woke up with a craving for ice cream. It happens to be Zach's like least favorite flavor. In the world. It's like you're brushing your teeth and eating a piece of chocolate at the same time. But I continue on. Not about me, not about you. Not that I love mint chip, but it is the only one that I will occasionally crave for ice cream. And Zach hates it. I hate it. There are people in the world. It's like divided into two, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like 50-50. It's like people that will die for mint chip. We got the peppermint patties out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I am not. I like mint chip flavoring. Ice cream is still a little weird for me. Yeah. Because I personally don't like dairy. Yeah. But there's non-dairy versions. Mm -hmm. Hello. Mm. Thank you for joining us on our ice cream podcast. Uh-huh. So uh, speaking of shopping and buying things, I know that that was like a transition from like long ago, but we're just going to bring that up because it just so happens to fall in line with what we're talking about. A little bit TMI, but that's what this podcast is going to be. So if you're not into it, stop listening. But anyways, I bought underwear and you know, like that feeling like when you've just had your underwear and because I even ha- haven't I haven't even had mine for that long. Like they're maybe like a year, two years old. But I'm just kind of like, you know, these underwear are just of like a different time and they're making me feel mm-hmm. frumpy and I don't like it. So it's time for me to go mm-hmm. underwear shopping. So I don't think that I've gone underwear shopping since I came out as non-binary. And I'm like, mm, this is a triggering thing for me. But I went underwear shopping and I was just like, mm, this is very like dysphoric for me because like, you know, having to have a pouch front, I have to shop in the men's section. But I found this website and it's called Boy Smells, which you're probably all going to get an Instagram ad for it now. Hashtag not spons. But um, they are doing underwear categories right So instead of having like men and women, they have flat front and pouch front. And I'm like, yes, yes, out here being gender neutral. Like that's exactly what I want in my underwear shopping. Hello. So, you know, very inclusive. And I love that. And I was so happy that I found that. I will say that I did not buy underwear from them. And here's the reason why. Because they are so great and wonderful and popular, it seems like, that they're all sold out of medium size. So, I do not have those specific underwear coming my way. But I do have Miss Savage X Fenty coming my way, and I am expecting her today. So, yeah. (laughs) Fun. I'm so glad that you went on this journey of um, underwear discovery. I at least spent three hours looking for underwear you know you know what i have a a similar comment because i was going to talk about something i'm very scared of yeah what is something i could i am like beyond scared of i'll give you a second to guess yeah it relates somewhere um 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 okay spiders that's the one um (laughs) no i am terrified of outlet malls. <gasps> Stop it, Dylan. I'm scared. That is an anxiety attack waiting to happen. I am. I'm just scared of outlet malls. Do I have like a very good reason? Not really. I'm just like terrified of outlet malls. I don't like them. Um, yeah. I don't like going in person anymore to shop. And I know that's, yeah. that's really bad because it's carpet emissions mm. yeah carpet emissions like you're out here like ordering things to your door and then it's like the packaging yeah. and then and all of the fuel and everything so it's, it's like better to go in store too because then you you know keep the malls alive but i have to do what i fear most and i have to go to an outlet mall in person because oh. i have been hitting the gym right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my thighs Yes. They got a little, a little buff, bulkier muscle situation on the top. And when I put pants mm. on, mm-hmm. it's like tight around the thigh. And yeah. I'm like, dang. Can't have that. Yeah. And I'm just like, and it's annoying. So so I have an LMO that has a Levi's store in it nearby. Oh, love so, Levi's. So I'm going to buy some. Right now. Yes. 
Oh yeah, your overalls are very cute, by the way. I wanted to mm. comment Thank on that you. earlier. Thank you. But I am still very much holding space for your fear of outlet malls. So I need everybody to wish me. I understand it's an irrational fear and that not everybody has a fear of outlet malls. But I do. And I just wanted, I guess, to put that out there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Honestly, I fear any type of shopping, like, in general. Like, I am a shopping anxiety person. I don't take pride in that. Um, I don't identify as such. Like, it's just a thing that I experience, like, when I go to, like, grocery stores or, like, general. Like, I can't name the last time that I've been in a mall. So, I'm right there with you. Mm -hmm. Also, to mention, speaking of last week alongside underwear shopping, I don't know what was with me, but my sleep cycle was not on point. And when I say that my sleep cycle was not on point, it's like I would wake up at like six o'clock in the morning, right? Sometimes I would wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I would wake up like at noon, but I would stay up till like two to four a.m. And I'm like, what is that? Why the fuck can I not sleep? Why am I not sleeping? And alongside that, I made a lot of bad food decisions as well, too. So I was just like, I don't know what was up with me last week, but I will say that we are, it seems like the little endless sleep cycle, insomniac, like, point of my life is coming to an end because, oh yeah, because I fell asleep at 8.30 last night and I woke up at 5 this morning. So while I know that that is a very early time, things are starting to feel on point and I don't know if you know about the circadian cycle. I think that's how it's pronounced. But you have like the circadian cycle to where like your body does certain things at certain times of the night. And there's moments like when you get REM sleep and when you're not getting REM sleep. And if you're not getting like a mm-hmm. full five hours of sleep, you're not experiencing that deep sleep that you need to recharge. So it was a very scary thing for me because having that in mind, I'm just like, I am fucking up my circadian cycle right now. And this feels fucked up. I'm fucked. It's fucked up and I'm upset. But it seems that I've reached a good point of sleeping. I'm very happy that you're that you're getting more sleep. That's so important. Like I I used to have really bad insomnia, so I totally understand. And I'm glad that you are finally getting there because it's so frustrating. Like not being able to sleep is frustrating for multiple reasons. So you know you're gonna be tired tomorrow so it ends up affecting the next day and then sometimes you overthink thinking like it's already so late and i haven't been able to fall asleep so i'm gonna be tired tomorrow and then you thinking about how that's gonna affect your day ends up making you stay up yeah more because you're overthinking right yeah so it's just a frustrating thing to be going through so i'm glad that you're finally were able to go to sleep a little bit earlier Answer me this, Zach. Have you tried like changing up maybe your diet or your caffeine intake? Or um, are you doing a little lifestyle differences to help you sleep better? Or what, what, what do you think made the difference? I honestly think what made the difference, you're not supposed to drink coffee or smoke before you record anything. And I did both of those things. So excuse like the rasp in my voice. I think honestly, like, I just had to do a hard reset. Like, you know when you do a hard reset on your phone? I think I just had to do one of those, like, for my body. Um, so what I did mm-hmm. was the night prior, I and I didn't go to sleep, like, too late, but it was definitely later. Um, but the night prior, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm waking up early at 6 o'clock. I will go to sleep early. I went to – I didn't go to sleep at 9, like I planned to, but I did fall asleep mm-hmm. at midnight. So then the following day, I feel like that's when I was able to get that little hard reset for myself, which now brings me to today. And I feel so much better. I feel so much better when I get a full night's rest. And it feels good to actually, like, sleep through the night. So, yeah, I think the difference that I made was just doing that little hard reset that I did. Oh, that's excellent. I I love that for you. Oh, I wanted to tell you, too. Screens are apparently very bad for sleep. Listen, I love my screens and I'm like all about like trying to stay away from blue light. And I know that you should stay away from like blue light, like at least an hour Mm. before you sleep. But there's like this part of me where it's like, "Mm, that doesn't affect me. I don't experience that. And it's like, no, you do 100% Mm -hmm. experience that. That is a thing. 
Um, so yeah, that may also be a part of it. Can too. I tell you my tips? <laughs> what I yes. do that I really shouldn't do is that I beating at every hour. Wait, is this? Did yeah. you call it a sleep sin? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, is this a sleep sin corner? Everybody send in your sleep Hi. sins. Oh my god, I want to know. Okay, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. You. I'm ahead. just, I'm just letting you, letting you know, because I, I want to change. I want to change as well, but it's been a hard one. How, how can you break the sleep sin? I don't know, because I get hungry. And you're not supposed oh. to eat, I think, like, 30 minutes before sleeping. <laughs> because I guess it doesn't let your body fully rest. Maybe because you're digesting or something. But you're not supposed to. And I eat at every hour of the night whenever I feel like it I, and I, whenever I get hungry. You know, so I just um, do it. that is also, I, I take part in that sleep sin <laughs> as well. So not only do I enjoy my technology, I also enjoy my food at all hours of the night. Um, I tried to talk about this with my therapist before and her suggestion was like, oh, you know, like get a little baggie or a little bowl and like put the snacks in there. So that way, like you can still consume, but you're not like eating too much. And sometimes it's like, you know, I'll have like a little snack, you know, like it's like, mm, let me just have one. And then it's like I end up having like more than half the oh, bag. No. Um, and I tried that little trick. <laughs> I tried that little trick that my therapist recommended. And um, I still managed to continue filling whatever it is that I filled initially in the first place. So mm. it doesn't make a difference whether or not. What I think I'm noticing in this conversation is that I have very porous boundaries with myself and um, stepping away from my technology and not eating food. So welcome to our sleep sin corner. Yes. So I, I think this whole this whole part of the episode is just us being like, why is our sleep so bad? And then us listing all the awful things that we do. All the awful <laughs> to things. Affect, <laughs> yeah. To affect our sleep, right? Um, but at least we're aware of it. So yeah, I, I and that's, that's the, the first step, step. everybody. Yes, <laughs> we both <laughs> yes. just said that at the same time. We are we are both just stepping stepping forward, stepping yes. improving our lives. This was a right step there. right here. We came out in publicly the right direction. Hi to people who follow us, and we said we experienced this. That is a that is a second step. So you know what? Good for us. Yes. Well, I still continue. To eat food past 9 p.m. Yes. Well, I probably stay up till 2 a.m. again sometime. No. Maybe. But you know what? <laughs> it's about acknowledging it. That's what it's about. Did you happen to watch the newest episode of Euphoria? A sack. You know I am behind. But I am. That is a okay. What episode are you on? I I'm gonna be honest. First season. I know. Okay. You know what? It's fine because the way that this season went, and I won't say that I did. Okay, okay. It. Spoilers ahead, maybe? Should okay. we do a okay. little Okay, spoilers ahead, maybe skip away like a minute, two minutes. I am telling you about the second season if you are someone who is like Dylan who is not cut up with the times. Mm. Okay, so what happened in this season? As y'all know who are uh, Euphoria watchers, yesterday was a season finale of season two. And to be quite honest, they just brought up a lot of the things that were kind of said in the first season. Um, and, you know, they kind of like delved into things like a little bit more, like a little bit deeper. Like I'm not going to go too into detail if you haven't watched it. But essentially, like, they just really elaborated on those things, and it didn't get too far. And things kind of seemed like they were going to be very climatic. And they kind of just, like, yeah, you know? Like, it, it was, like, a little hill, and then it just, like, went down. But still love Euphoria. I still love the concept. I think that the imagery was beautiful. The cinematography was beautiful. I love the actors and actresses that are in it. I just think that I am a little hungry, is all. I am hungry for more. I want more of a story. And I would have been fine with all the episodes leading up to the season finale if there was maybe like three more episodes to just kind of explain a couple of things. And the questions... They left a lot of loose ends, you think, in your opinion? Let's just say that Rue gets involved with a drug lord. 
Bruce says, like, give me $5,000 worth of drugs. And the drug lord's like, I'll give you $10,000 worth of drugs. Rue ends up taking up all the drugs. And uh, this whole thing happens like a spiral to where, like, she starts to lash out on her family. Her friends really, like, just... There's a lot of relational things that end up happening. But this lady has not got her money. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been paid. She has not come for her. Can I can I tell you something that I saw on Twitter? Be- You're going to tell me, yes. Yeah. Euphoria is all over Twitter. Oh, yeah. So there's no way that Oh, you yeah. Can- no, I'm caught up. <laughs> I just haven't watched it myself. You're like, but I know everything. No, I already, yeah. I'm very familiar already with, with the season where we're at right now. I saw somebody say that they think that the drug lord, that lady, they think that she is trying to traffic Rue. Because because who in their right mind, right, gives that much drugs to an addict? Thinking like... Mm -hmm. Like, it's literally just getting her in a place where she's not going to be able to pay it back. So she is going to have to pay Mm -hmm. in a different way, if that makes sense. Yeah. And we kind of get a little glimpse of that. Yeah. Like, we kind of get a little bit of glimpse of that because to fill you in on what you missed on Twitter, (laughs) Rue is in a bathtub. And not only does she have, like, one little, like, needle poke in her arm, but she at least has four. And the timeline for how long she's in this woman's bathtub to tell her, like, one, I don't have your money, but two, I'm also really fucked up and I need more. Um, So she gives her something to help her. I forgot what drug it was, but we see the one needle poke, but we don't see all four needle pokes. And we don't really know how long Rue is actually there because, like, she got shot up, like, in the bathtub and then when she wakes up and escapes from this house she she's she's been in bed we don't know how long she's there we don't know the timeline we don't really know what happened and then these last two episodes we get lexi's play which mm, good play phenomenal play but we get lexi's play and then there's just no more talk about it Then. Mm. Mm. Everything that you're, like, questioning right now, all the little gears turning in your head, you are like everybody else right now. I don't know. I just don't know. And I want to know. Yeah. I mean, I really think they set us up good for a third season. All I need right now is affirmations. I just need somebody out there to be like, yes, Zach. We still have questions. I do. I, I have I the want. most questions, Zach. But aside from that, there was another great part of it where... um. We are introduced to this new character named Elliot, who you'll get to meet in the second season. And let's just say that he kind of helps to get Rue back into drugs and kind of fucks around with Jules. Mm -hmm. And, well, they both consensually fuck around together. Mm. Mm. He ends up getting her back into the drugs. After that whole spiel happens, after, like, Rue is kind of recovering and coming back, you know, to being clean and being sober, he... Rue goes over and she's like, hey, like... You know, I just want to acknowledge, like, what happened, yada, yada, yada. He says, I'm sorry. And then <laughs> he starts singing. And he sings for, like, four minutes. Like, we get a full music video, wow. basically. And that's all that Twitter can talk about right now is just, like, that four-minute song when he was like, oh, I've been I've been working on something. Can I sing it to you? Yeah, we got a four-minute song. So he's been really working on something. Guys, I am on the first season because... I very much know myself, and I know that I will go searching for these spoilers. So I'm the type of person who waits a couple. I I understand that. So that is why I could not watch the second season right now, because I would literally ruin it for myself. So right now, as I'm watching the first season, I'm not really sure what's going on, because I don't remember the spoilers I had seen when the first season was coming out. So that is what I'm doing for the second season. So you letting me know all the spoilers mm. right now, I will forget. And I will You don't watch. have to look very hard. And that, no, <laughs> and that's my that's my point. That's what I want. And then I'll remember and then I'll have like a glimpse. Like I'll I'll be watching the second season. I'll be like, oh yeah. 
Zach, Zach told, told me that. that. Wow. Yeah, you'll see it in like two years from now because they've confirmed that season three <laughs> of Euphoria is coming out in 2024. Um, so you'll see it two years from oh, okay. now. And when you're watching the second season two years from now, you'll be like, oh, all of that is clicking from like two years ago when Zach said X, Y, Z. On the podcast. Mm. Um, also speaking in television, have you heard of a show called Ugliest Houses in America? Ugliest homes? Houses? No. Mm. So there is this new show. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. It sounds like a fun show. I would love to watch it. There's this new show, and it stars Retta from Good Girls. She was the one who was doing nails in Good Girls. And basically, she goes to people's houses who've submitted their house to be the ugliest home in America. And they go to all four regions and they look at four different people's homes and they show them their ugly house and by the end of it they pick four people out of those initial 12 people and they pick a winner for the ugliest home in America and they get like 150,000 like redesigned by like this special interior designer so it sounds all great and cute, and it was an amazing show. I really love seeing the inside of, quote-unquote, ugly people's homes. Now, hold on. <laughs> ugly people's homes. <laughs> people's ugly homes. Sorry, my words got go. a little bit mixed up in there. Um, <laughs> anyways, I think that it's a really great show, and I would personally love to get $150,000 redesign. But um, if you don't win that, you just kind of went on TV to show people your ugly house and now if you're 11 of those people that you got your ugly house seen and nothing from it except maybe for meeting retta and having a bunch of strangers in your house so mm, fun time that sounds like a nightmare i would not want to do that like <laughs> no that's like that's weird i just don't like people seeing my space if they don't have to do you know what i mean yeah not that my my place is ugly because it's not and um and my, my, I'm fairly, I, I take a lot of pride in my space. Yes. But, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I've seen a similar show. I can't remember what it's called, but it was like four people um, submit their house. But it's like awkward because it's instead of like the ugliest home, it's like the prettiest home. Oh. So, and they like each rate, they like get, they each go to stay the weekend i guess in in a different person's um like vacation home Mm -hmm. and then they the three of them will rate the one person's home right so the people with the highest rating at the end wins but it's always you never know how it's gonna go because in my opinion there is always a clear winner i'm like that house yeah is obviously yeah that house is absolutely gorgeous like like but these bitches Mm. get Oh, it's dramatic. They get real jealous when they go stay in this person's vacation homes. They go and they're they're like, oh, no, I hated the fact that it was like a beachfront property with an elevator. And like, oh, my God, it was just I like I like to go upstairs because stairs is good for your health. Like they'll make up weird shit like like this house is absolutely perfect. Right. And they'll be like beige linens. Not in my house. Docu four points. Wow. It'll literally be the most gorgeous house and, and, and very obviously a winner. But then they'll like nitpick little things. They'll be like, they'll be like, oh my God, I absolutely hate when the bathroom has like a walk-in shower. Mm. I like to be sick. You know how tired my body shower. is? Like weird you things know, like that. This reminds me of a conversation that one of my clients had with me when I was doing her eyebrows. And she Mm -hmm. got a phone call Mm -hmm. while I was doing her brows. And she was, like, going back and forth with this person. And then she hangs up the phone and she's like, my husband called me to ask me if the maid should iron our sheets. Of course our maid should iron our sheets. Are you stupid? And I was just like, oh, okay. That was a problem that I didn't realize that – I don't have. Can I just say, I also very, uh, I do not iron my sheets, but I do not, do not like their, them to be wrinkly. So I do put them in the dryer a little bit longer if I have to, 
to buff out that the little wrinkles because I don't like that. Got it. No. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. But I was just like, oh, I never realized that I had to be concerned about my sheets being wrinkled from me sleeping on them. Aside from speaking about problems that we don't experience, like beige linens and wrinkled sheets, uh, well, Dylan, maybe a little bit. (laughs) What do you have on your list this week, Dill Pickle? I have been another, okay, because I am, we all know, I am an avid TikTok watcher. So I saw that I have been doing things wrong my entire life. And I... I love, I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok because I will find things out that I, I did not know I was doing this. I, I almost get a little bit mad because I'm like, how much, how many lettuce have I thrown away because it gets wilty too fast? Things like that. Like, I, I don't know how to properly store my produce. And TikTok has now showed me how to properly store my produce. Wait, before and... you move on, I'm so sorry. <laughs> when you said you did not realize how much lettuce you were throwing away because it got wilty, I thought you were talking about, like, cash lettuce. Like, oh, I am literally throwing money away because I did not know how to do this thing. But you were okay. speaking actual lettuce. <laughs> We are talking romaine arugula baby butter. Uh, hello. But it is both figuratively and literally that i am throwing away lettuce because lettuce costs (laughs) lettuce money and i don't know how to properly store my produce so i had been throwing away and there was food waste that could have been prevented if i would have known how to store different things and or different produce in different ways that helped the longevity of the freshness correct so, so Dylan, tell us, <laughs> how do we save our lettuce? So, lettuce, okay, it seems a little bit self-explanatory, right? But when you mm-hmm. buy lettuce, you should wash it so it's ready to go, right? Mm-hmm. So you could just make yourself a salad real quick, right? Okay, yeah. that's pretty self-explanatory, right? But I was not doing that. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. If you, if, okay, you wash the lettuce and everything, it's like good to go. But you, you can store it with a paper, with a couple of paper towels at the bottom and the top. So it like strains out the water or the juices or the liquids that comes out of the lettuce, right? When it's like decomposing. Also, tomatoes, they release a gas that makes other produce around it go bad faster, which I found fascinating. Mm. And there's like certain things like like I you know with the onions with the with the, the little onions that are long. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Green onions, yeah. Green onions. Chives, I always, one might say. I always throw away the little bit at the bottom. Oh my god, the bulbs? But those you just you tie them with a the little rubber band. And then you put them in soil and they grow or in water and they grow. Is this one of your little seedlings that you have going on right now? I do. <gasps> I do. Wow, this is coming full circle, Dylan. Yeah, so I was always here throwing away the little bottom parts of the green onions. But those, like, you just put them in. And it seems so, like, literally so self-explanatory. I just don't understand why I was never trying it before. So let's recap. Uh-huh. We wash our lettuce. You do not put our yes. produce with tomatoes. And you mm-hmm. cut the bottom of your green onions off. And you put them in your front yard. And you say, I am growing green onions because I am the green yes. giant. Hello. Yes. So there's so many. Uh, and these are just a bunch of random TikToks that I'm just like condensing right now. Right. And But there's all kinds of things I've learned. Like also berries. Those you need to put store with paper towels at the bottom because they also yes. release a lot of stuff that makes it decompose faster. There, I don't know. There's just been so many things that I've also like keeping your your carrots in water that helps those <gasps> last longer. Also, I think asparagus too. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, put your asparagus in water. Yes, there's so many like little things I did not know how to store. Yes. Wow. Welcome to Whisper Podcast, where you learn something new every week. How you should feel bad about having wrinkled sheets and no more bad produce. Yes, no more bad produce. That's bad, bad food waste. And a lot of a lot of throwing away uh, lettuce figuratively and literally. And literally. So let's not do that anymore. Eat your veggies and don't 
toss eat them. your veggies eat your berries store them properly yes, they deserve it they got farmed by somebody think about it. and that. then also this one i do have the tiktoker responsible her name is garcia small she posted this thing where she said that she told this to a guy she was talking to and then as soon as he didn't get it she was like this guy is not for me right yes and she said that the color brown november and thursday all give off the same vibe they do yeah and they absolutely do yeah that makes perfect sense hello hello two plus two equals fish hello hello but they totally do give off the same vibe i think i agree i agree too i think for me personally i'm like okay november brown because like thank thanksgiving like colonizing ew um gross Mm. (laughs) but i think like thanksgiving and like so many things are like brown and orange and like yellow um and then thursday Uh like thursday just feels like brown no, I, I love that you connected them in a different way than I connected them. But when I heard that, I thought of my hand and Thursday being the ring finger because it's also like almost the the weekend, which is like the pinky. Yeah. Oh, right? my God. And the yes. November is almost December. Okay. Okay. Second to last. Hello. And then I did correlate November and brown together quickest because it is like the color palette of of autumn. The, yeah, autumn. Autumn to December moment. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Okay, and then also brown. Brown is also correlated with Thursday because there there is that 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 vibe yeah there is that vibe i i see the i feel the vibe i see the vibe thursday question when you think of science in school what color do you associate it with i think of blue oh i think of green interesting because i think of beakers with like blue dye in them yes i think green because of like slime not that i've ever known slime to do with science but slime i think if i thought of goo biology i would think of green because life. life is very green-like, right? A lot of green correlation. I absolutely love color theory. Me too. Me too. And color and color associations that we make, like certain colors make you feel certain things. And I just find that absolutely fascinating. Honestly, me too. Like how you should have like light pastels in your bedroom and like avoid black. And, like, darker colors because they give off certain energy. Or red because it'll make you super anxious. I think that the way color affects people, I think, is very interesting. Also, it can be very cultural as well. We have cultural associations with color. And then we also have, like, like the physical reactions to color. There's so many different ways colors affect us, right? Like, what do you think of when you think of red? You think of potentially and this could be a cultural thing could be love right passion could be anger it could be just like hot like fire right fire like you know so there's so many different associations with a single color some of them could be positive and some of them could be negative and i think it's absolutely fascinating and i think the the associating thursday with brown i think is interesting as well What's interesting too is that like it's a made up concept. <laughs> it's so it's such a made like, up. Oh, this is made like, up. We so assign, it's like, why does that make sense? We assign feelings, emotions, things to color. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I love this for us. Basic color association. I I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. Thursday and November is brown. All you need to know. There we go. You know. So yeah, very fun. Green is life. <laughs> Welcome to our color theory class. Yes, Another interesting form of, of color, right? Of, of how color can really help us interpret things differently. So when Martha Luther King was alive, it was not that long ago, there was color TV, color film, everything, right? 
during the civil rights movement, there was color um, film. So many videos that, that we can look up from the civil rights movement are in black and white, even though the originals, the originals were in color. I, I believe, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but a lot of them were converted to black and white. Yeah. Which I think is terrible because it's a way that we're tricking people into thinking it was far longer. Yeah. Like uh, very long ago that the, all of the stuff went on when it wasn't. Exactly. It was fairly recent. Yeah. I remember that. And like oh, wow. in history books too, like the photos would be in like black and white. Like anything that you see from that movement, like everything is mostly in black. Yeah, and white. I don't know. I hope I hope it's because it maybe the color film wasn't as successful and not because they're manipulating the perception of what of how long ago it was. Mm. But I totally think it's it's wild if they, if that's true. Yeah. So Thursday and November are brown. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I bought a new coffee machine. <gasps> yes. What kind did you get? I bought an espresso machine a while ago. It's still in the box because I was like, as soon as I get my kitchen where I want it to be, then I can take out the espresso machine and it'll be like a reward. Exactly. Exactly. Reward yourself. It's, for cleaning. I love that. Okay. But now it's never feels perfect enough for me to take it out. It never will. So now <laughs> there is this- always something to do. <laughs> This espresso machine is, like, going to live in that box for who knows how long. It's already been months. Oh, I thought it's been, like, days, Dylan, if we're moving on to months. <laughs> it's been, like, two months. I know. Oh, Dylan. Mm. A whole season of Euphoria came out while that espresso machine has been inside of its box. Yeah, and it's just sitting on in the most inconvenient spot on my sofa. So it takes up a whole seat of my sofa. Oh. As well. This is just all bad around. I think, you know, after this podcast, just take it out. Just take it out. Just take it out. Just bite the bullet. Take it out. She's she's coming. She needs to see the light of day. That's true. Because it'll never be perfect enough. And I think that's that's a pretty interesting thing to think about as well. Like the fact like how many things do we do? Yeah. How many things do we not do because yeah. we are waiting and for perfection? And I think it's just like a societal thing that we experience too. Like, you know, because there's a lot of therapy posts that are talking about like, you know, there will never be a right time to do that thing that you want to do. Like, just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and, you know, as we said last week, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I think you should just be comfortable in being uncomfortable and pulling out that espresso machine, Dylan. I did want to bring up this uh, therapy post that I saw and no, it wasn't even a therapy post. It was what I'm reading in my book. So um, as I mentioned, I am reading the how to do the work by Dr. Nicole Para and some, a really great quote that I found in there is uh, you are the thinker of your thoughts, not your actual thoughts. So I like that a lot because a lot of the time, like, I feel like we give into a lot of like what we think and like how we feel. And then rather than like actually exploring that a little bit deeper, we always just kind of like identify with the thought that we're having and think like, because we're thinking that thought that it must be true. But instead, let's just let the thought be a thought and question things. Yeah, I think being separating yourself from your initial thoughts i think helps you not hurt your self-esteem so much because i totally agree like i used to sometimes when when i would have recurring sad thoughts like let's say if i was having a very depressed thought right um i would take a look at those 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 consecutive thoughts like i must be a sad person right and then i'd start labeling myself in that way like i i'm i'm sad and and when i did that more and more sad thoughts came coming because i started associating these thoughts with myself which it's not like thoughts come and they go and they're passing and their feelings are temporary so sometimes a feeling is there for a while but it that that shall to pass it and it really does um so, yeah, 
I, I think that's a beautiful thought to 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 just to learn to separate yourself from certain thoughts and th- certain feelings. Yeah, and I honestly I like because it really just takes it like out of perspective. You know, like it's almost just like oh, you're right. I don't have to identify with that. I don't have to like associate with that. Like it can simply just be a passing thought. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it almost goes in line with allowing yourself to like question things, you know? So like almost when you're like having questions in your head and you're like, Ooh, should I be thinking this or should I be questioning that? Like, instead of like shaming yourself for having the question, just allow yourself to have the question and realize that you don't need to act on it for that question to, you know, be... no, I, I agree. I think it's easier to be, objective when you don't take in every single thought as your personality or don't think like because i know we we make a lot of mistakes as as humans and not every thought that we have is not going to be your whole personality right we're very complex people and i'm glad that you came to that realization zach because i think it's really important to to feel your feelings let allow yourself that think your thoughts right but also not to take everything yes. so to heart, right? Everything is just a moment in time. And be kind to yourself. And be kind to yourself. Well, with that, Dylan, I wanted to leave off on that little mental health note. Is there anything that you would like to add before we mm-hmm. say goodbye to the folks at home? Thank you guys so much for a thousand downloads. One thousand. Really appreciate you. And I hope that you enjoyed our episode. If you are still here. <laughs> if you're still here. If you made it all the way till the end. We love you. Hi, we love you. And thank you for listening to our little rant. It was a little messy today, but I still think it was very yes. beautiful. And we got to talk you know about what? Take things. something from this and just admire it. Enjoy it. Allow it to be like the thoughts that you have. Ooh, see how we're revisiting that again? Uh-huh. And you know what? Sometimes you just need a little background noise. And that's what we're here for. Your friends. Yeah, we're we're your friends who chat. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for a thousand total downloads. I am so excited for uh 1500 and 2000 and I just can't believe that we got to 1000 and it couldn't have been without y'all. So, thank you once again. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Whisper Podcast and Whisper underscore Podcast. I'm Zach and I am Dylan and this is Whisper Podcast. Thanks for listening to Whisper Podcast. We're Zach and Dylan, and you can find us at Whisper Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Whisper underscore podcast. Cover art by Dylan Gomez. Editing by Zach Tyler. Music by Audionautics.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Love the show? Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts.